You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Now you have to sing it like uh, Lana Del Rey. Oh, yeah. I actually listen to it. Summertime, living's easy, I run. Well, she sounds like she's about to fall asleep while she's singing it. Isn't that every Lana Del Rey song? <laughs> I got that summertime, summertime, summertime. I got the... <laughs> Lana, wake up, wake up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I always thought that her and Father John Misty should go on tour. Why is that? I feel like they both parody the thing that they are. Yes. And I feel like mm. that would be really cool to see them like doing things together or like an album together. I feel like they would they would they would go well with each other. There's just something about like their aesthetic and what they represent and how they they carry their music and their image and personas. Like I think that would make for a good album and tour. So the question is, you've seen both of them live. If they did tour, mm-hmm. would you actually go to that show? I or? would. Okay. I'd be wild. Because I know you're very anti-Lana Del Rey. I don't know if I'm anti-Lana Del Rey. Yeah, I don't know if I, I am either. I actually didn't think that was a bad cover. No, it's... No, could have been... I mean, any Sublime song is going to be, you know, <laughs> Sublime. So there's only, you know, so much you can do to it to make it sound good. So... <laughs> Ugh, I was listening... There's just like that one song was on the radio the other day. It was like wrong way. It's like, mm. what the heck are these guys like happened in their lives? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a way, it was really a different time. It really was yeah. really just, ugh. I mean, look, I'm not going to bash them. No, I, 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 listen, I had my time listening to sublime growing up too. We all, we all did. But I, I have to admit, I really don't feel the need to listen to them now. Like, it's just one of those kind of things where if I listen to them, maybe it's just for nostalgia, and that's about it. Yeah. But I know some people that'll come up to me and say, like, oh, they were the best, and I don't I'm, feel comfortable saying I'm that. I'm going to disagree on that yeah. one. I, I, I think they worked for the time that they were, you know, when we were growing up and that age period, what, the, the 90s. 90s. They worked in the 90s. Not so much now. No, no, no. Not so much now. No, no, no. Like if a band decided to come out with that style and those kind of lyrics now, wouldn't fly. No, thank you. No, thank you. But I will say thank you to the world's okayest barista sitting right across from me. Recording another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion, is my lovely co-host, Adam. And my lovely co-host, across from me, a little bit to the right, on my side, his left, John. Hello. Hi. 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 I'm about to... Ooh, this smells fancy. We're drinking... Hold on. Let's, let's, before we sip, let's, let's explain what we have here today on, on brew. I, I know. You're, you're anxious to get the, get the coffee party started. This, but... this is probably, out of all the containers of coffee that I've encountered, this is probably the cutest I've had so far. So one of my uh, best friends, my best friend, really, who we've had on this podcast before to talk about they might be giants. 
Mr. Adam Roth. Theme park enthusiast, movie enthusiast. You, you know him, you love him. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. He went to Tokyo Disney on a vacation with his lovely wife, Maddie, and brought me back this beautiful, almost looks like a barrel of monkeys, Mickey Mouse coffee. So it's got a picture like a barrel of monkeys. It's got Mickey holding like a little tea kettle with his ears on it. And on top of it is like a little tiny figurine, probably no more than five inches of him holding the same thing. And it's really cute. And if you open up inside, he's got a little barista outfit on too. Yeah, he's got a little uh, like a little apron. He's about to, he's gonna explain uh, the brewing process to you. Also, this is what I love about Disney: the attention, the detail, the mug that he has has little Mickey ears too. Right, <laughs> and it comes with instant coffee inside. Originally packaged instant coffee. So I would love to tell you what this coffee is, or the notes on it but unfortunately all the instructions are in japanese so on the front it says enjoy the decadent aroma and the rich smooth taste of freshly roasted coffee brewed to perfection so john let us take off our first sips of uh mickey's coffee cheers sir cheers let's see what do you what do you, what do you smell it's very very mm. it smells like like a chocolate ish mm-hmm. the, the, this is definitely like a classic cup of joe right here this goes down mm. good. This goes down real good. Tasty. It's very, very simple. Usually I'm not a fan of instant coffee, but I like this. Yeah, this is pretty tasty. I like, I this, like this quite a lot. It is a very smooth taste. Very, very smooth. I'll have to figure it out next time when I make it. I think the flavor is pretty good. I, I kind of eyeballed it with the water. I didn't. I really should have just measured how many grams it was and just gone from there. But I, I think I'm tasting all the flavors here. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. I'm tasting like hints of chocolate here, and I think it's just kind of very much like a classic cup of Joe. Yep. You know what I mean? Almost reminiscent of diner coffee. Yes. A little, little upgraded. And I think that's why I like it so much. Whenever I say any coffee tastes like diner coffee, that is always a compliment. Mm. And this is probably the best cup of instant coffee I've ever had. Yo, Mickey, go get me a corned beef on rye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mickey's not gonna do that. Uh, yeah, seriously though, I the this kind of stuff right here, I just always appreciate that Disney does. Right, it's so cute. Yeah, the attention to detail, attention to detail. I I really want to find out what flavoring this is. I'm sure we could look it up online. Yeah, there's got to be some yeah, way. It doesn't right? really say. I mean, on the back it says Tokyo Disney Resort. I don't think. Classy. There must be something on the. And, I, and I'm sure it's their own made coffee too. It yeah. Has to oh be. yeah. All the instructions are in Japanese, so not even going to attempt that. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you again, Adam. Adam, really, really good appreciate man. it. And love uh, to have you back on the show someday. Uh, cheers, cheers to that. Well, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Mm. <sighs> all right. Ugh. Now that we've gotten the coffee out of the way, we can Oof. get down to the album review and this week we are reviewing the latest album from tyler comma the creator john before you jump in i have some exciting news to share okay we are finally on spotify oh my god (laughs) so the process was a lot easier than i thought it was going to be when i went reviewed it but we are finally on spotify so if you look up g for d grounds for for discussion you will find us listed there like us listen subscribe all that fun jazz 
Yeah. So if that's your preferred way of listening to music, add us on there, please. Yes, please. All of our recent episodes should be up on there. They are. Give us a follow. And then stay tuned pretty soon because voting for Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando 2019 will be coming into play very, very soon. But first, we need to get nominated. So stay tuned for some further details on that. We'll probably actually drop a YouTube video kind of breaking that down. That'd be cute. Yeah, you know. You show, our, show our face. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they don't see our faces. Sometimes it's all about the coffee and the records. It's crazy. This is episode 80. Yes. This is yes, our 80th is. episode reviewing albums. We've been doing this for a while. My and I, gosh. I have to say we get better with it as we age, I think. Uh, I would hope so. I, I think so. I and think I, so. And I know that's me tooting our own horn here, but I've seen the improvement. You, you know how I am. I'm always someone who's like... We need to fix this. There's this one little thing that didn't work, you know, and I think we always try and get better and we try and do better for the fans. We've listened to fan comments. Thank you to the fans for keeping us on task and making sure that we become the best podcasters that we can be. Except for that one fan. You know who you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can't win them all, right? Hey, you know. Can't win them all. They all can't be zingers. His loss. That's right. So Tyler, the creator has mm. dropped a new album, kind of a surprise album at that. Yeah. Uh, he came surprise, out... it was a surprise album too with the features on this album too. Yeah, exactly. This this is kind of just an out of nowhere album, no real hype behind it, just, hey, he's dropping I, an album. I think he posted it like on Twitter. Yes. And was just like, here it is, new album. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And for those of you who do not know who Tyler, the creator, is... He came in around about the late 2000s, and he's both a rapper and a producer. He's the founding member of Odd Future. I know the full name is like much longer than that. Odd Future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That also includes such members as Earl Sweatshirt and all that good stuff. So he's been putting out a lot of material consistently since 2010-ish, appearing on Earl Sweatshirt's Earl, Odd Future's The OF Tape, even Frank Ocean's Grammy Award-winning Channel Orange. Classic album, in my opinion. It's definitely one of those definitive albums of the 2010s. Later on, he would have his own solo albums, starting off with Goblin from 2011, Wolf 2013, Cherry Bomb 2015, and Flower Boy 2017, an album that I think you and I both quite enjoyed a lot. We did. We gave it a, a downloaded or a... Gotta have it, maybe? I, I think we gave it a Own It, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I, I think it was pretty high. Yeah, and if it, it And if we didn't, I gotta rescind my original rating and give it a Own It. Because I think that was probably one of my favorite rap albums that year. And he also recently did some music with Universal and Illuminations, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, the... right. I Honestly, I, I'm totally fine with the original. Totally fine. I'm I'm also that guy that's really it's not a, a big fan. Jim Carrey one. It's a story that doesn't need to be told again. It does because it was already told part perfectly the first time. Yep, in 15 minutes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now he is back with the latest album of Igor or Igor. 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 Let's I do assume Igor. Igor. I I like saying Igor. I don't know why, but it's Igor. 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 Latest album, and. This one is kind of a radical departure from his previous ones, really leaning more on his singing skills. And prior to me 
kind of really like reading up some background and getting my notes together for this album, I thought as I was listening to this, because I usually don't like to spoil it for myself, hmm, it sounds familiar. It sounds like he's trying to emulate or pay tribute to an artist he really likes. And my first thought was, this kind of sounds like Pharrell. Mm. And lo and behold, Pharrell, and specifically N-E-R-D, nerd, is the big influence for this album. And Igor is going to just be met with a lot of anticipation, a lot of people talking about it. It's all over the internet right now. There are so many different memes. And I got to be honest, Adam, I'm going to just dive right into it right here. I am very conflicted about this album. Are you? I am. I appreciate the artistry behind it. I appreciate the fact that he decided I'm going to go more the singing route than the, than the rapping route. I'm not really going to, you know, have my deep, deeper register of my rapping really be prominent on this. I'm also going to kind of let this breathe a lot more. Like there's a lot of really like instrumental parts in this, a lot of different featured artists and whatnot. It's also kind of just very like simple in its lyrical structure as well. Yeah, it was interesting. So I'm trying to find, it was either on Twitter or Instagram when the album first dropped almost a week ago. And he basically said, you know, this is one of these albums that you need to listen to all the way through to like really digest it. You know, no distractions. It's not too long. It's about 49, 50 minutes. It, he, it, it sounded like it was going to be this 40 minutes. Exactly. Sorry. 40. I'm sorry. It, it, from the way he was hyping it, it made it sound like it was going to be extremely experimental, extremely bizarre, and like probably contain some kind of weird elements and themes. And I really didn't get, a weirdness vibe from it. It's a pretty straightforward instrumental rap album. There's a lot of instrumentals on this and I was expecting, you know, bigger, badder, more weird beats than what we got, especially on the opener song. Like I was ready for like something weird to happen, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. It is a very straightforward album. I would completely agree with that. I, I don't think there's really any mistaking what the themes are throughout this, especially there's a track called I Think, and the chorus is I Think I'm Falling in Love, which, all right, I mean, I feel like it's kind of standard for someone like him, but I I, I understand it's a, what It's a classic get-together breakup album. Yes, you know? yes, exactly. Uh, again, all the song titles are in capital letters here, similar to the album that we reviewed earlier this week, Jamila uh, Woods yep. and Legacy Legacy. But I, I was really waiting for this album to really click with me, and it didn't. Yeah. I, like I said, I appreciate the artistry behind this. I appreciate the fact that he decided to kind of go back to his roots of sorts and be like, well, you know, growing up as a skateboarder, I was really into nerd, and I kind of want to recapture the sounds of my idol, Pharrell. And nerd was goofy fun. See, I think the thing is, like, it's okay to have that influence, but the things that make Tyler, the creator, unique are what make him him. And, you know, in making an album, a Pharrell album, if you will, it just defeats the purpose of what he can do. And I almost think this album is really limiting his talents more than accentuating them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just this weird, like, it didn't feel like a Tyler, the creator album to me. It just felt like a, 
kind of like an indie underground kind of like instrumental rap album with some features here and there. And the big difference too, between something like nerd and this is that Pharrell can sing. Whether you like his singing style or not, he is a singer too. Tyler, the creator is not. So, which is okay. You can do things to work around that, but at the same time, like, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting something else from this. I would agree with that. And I think what we are given is just like, it's too much singing for me. It's, I just, I just think the it whole wore thin for me. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't know if I was annoyed by it, but I, I think I was just waiting for something more to happen with it, especially the way he hyped it out. Like, the way he just said, like, it's super experimental, like, it's very different from me. Like, I was expecting something more, like, crazy out there than something so linear and, like, almost expected. Yeah, and I mean, he pulls in a lot of different elements, like jazz, funk, and even gospel. Yeah, but even those elements are really not explored to the fullest of their, you know, potential. No, they're not. I feel like this album just has this huge potential behind it and just like it didn't live up to whatever tr- he was trying to hype up. I for. agree. And he, and he includes uh, Playboy Cardi, Charlie Wilson, and even uh, Kanye West on this. Yeah, CeeLo Green's on this. Like, CeeLo there's Green a lot of this. big name people mm-hmm. on it. And I just feel like he didn't use them to the, like their abilities. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate a craftsman who's trying to constantly perfect his craft and trying to push himself as an artist yeah and it's interesting to see this side of his music but i just feel like you know for all the good things about it it definitely misses a lot of the mark for me he's just not a good enough singer he's just really not for me see i thought i was fine with the singing it was more just like the instrumentals they just felt very like straightforward you know there wasn't really anything like you know flower boy had really good beats and like really good rhythms and different styles and tunings and switch-ups and like this album was just like, you know, the song didn't change tempo or anything. No, it they're, didn't. Not, they're not saying it doesn't have to, but like, you know, it, it when it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't do anything for you. So that's just it. You hit it right on the head. There are several songs here that don't go anywhere for me. Yeah. And the payoff towards the end is like, yeah. Oh, it didn't do anything. Like, I'm going to use the first song as an example. You know, it kind of builds up a little bit and then it just kind of just ends. And it's like, okay, there wasn't really anything like weird about or trippy about that. Yeah, and then he has a song in here, too, called Magic Wand, which I feel like the title alone gives away what it's about. Right. And I don't know. That's just, to me, that's just kind of a boring song from him, where it's like, all right, title says everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I was really trying with this, because... Yeah, I was, never, I was never bored by it. I wasn't blown away by it. No, I, I wasn't either. I think as great as his intentions are on this, there's just not enough substance here for me. There's just not enough to grab onto. And I think that like there are going to be some people who are going to stick behind him no matter what on this and say, what, this is, this is the future. This is revolutionary. And it's like in a year where there's been so many albums that have been doing this type of sound but doing it better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's fine to taste the waters and like try an album like this, and I'm sure the next album will be, you know, probably a retaliation to those who didn't enjoy this album. Very much to similar to that Eminem album that we talked about, well, Kamikaze. Yeah. Kind of just like, I want to take my music in this direction. Although this album's getting pretty 
good, you know, reviews and acclaim. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised either. I, I, I just think Tyler, the creator, is just one of those kind of artists that just is always going to have the backing of critics because of he, he he's always just a unique force in the rap game. Yeah, and I just feel like this there's nothing unique about this album. It's very straightforward if you're looking for, you know, I think we can probably jump into final thoughts here. Yeah. 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 If you're looking for, like, you know, it's... Can't even describe it it's just like one of those like i just felt like i wanted more from this album than it gave me agreed not that it's a bad album by any means of the imagination because it's not a bad album but like for the hype he was building up saying you know and maybe i'm biased too because he said you know it's extremely experimental and i was waiting for something experimental to happen you know it's a solid little album but it doesn't really blow you away so i think in that regards i would definitely give it another listener too but i think it's a solid download it for me uh, I, I feel like I gotta talk myself into the rating that I want to give this. Follow your heart. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little conflicted on it. As someone who is a fan of his earlier stuff, and especially Flower Boy, which for me I think is the height of what he's done. And I'm sure maybe there are some fans that would completely disagree with that. But I, I just think that Flower Boy was the right step for him and really the next evolution for him. And I was really excited to see what he was going to do next. This is definitely... You know, we said this before about other albums too. This is the personal approach to the album where it's like, well, I want to create a sound from something that I grew up with, from something that I idolized as I was a child or as a young fan of music. And But there's there's a way to do that. And for instance, the Jamalia Woods album we just talked about, you know, she wears her influences on her sleeve, yes, but the way she tributed them and did things to, you know, encapsulate their sound worked because she understood who they were and their sound and their style where, you know, Tyler, the creator here is saying, Oh, I like Pharrell and what he does here. I want to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't think that the amount of singing worked on this at all for me. Mm. And it's not that like, well, I just want him to rap. I, it's just, it didn't click with you. No, it didn't. It, it, it really didn't. And, and if you're not a singer to begin with, you're right. There are ways around that. But like, it, I, there's just something about it. There's just something about it that like, it eventually his voice got really grating for me. Hmm. It really did on this album. And it kind of just felt like, all right, if all you're going to be doing is just like moaning and making these other abstract sounds, like. Making noise is not experimental. Yes. Thank you. I guess that's, that's precisely what I was trying to get to. Just because you're being experimental doesn't make it automatically good. Sorry. And I mean, maybe that's just because I listen to a lot of different experimental artists and there's so many other artists that do more than this album does. But man, I just, I, I couldn't find too much to grab onto. So I, I figured out too, the reason why this album was called Igor is because there's very much a Frankenstein approach ah, to this he's the creation because he's, he's the, the creator he's the creator and ah, this is basically like a molding very good. of different styles to create the monster that's here i hate that so much oh <laughs> that leaves a bad taste in my mouth I, I, I get it but like come on i feel like see that's the thing like i don't expect tyler creator to do that because it's that's like the mainstream answer answer you know like, I feel like he would call it Igor because of something else, not because of that. 
If that's that, really the truly the reason why it's called Igor. I, I, I think it is because it's like an, an amalgamation, a like mishmash of a bunch of different genres and, and sounds at um, some point. Like there are definitely some songs that just kind of go all over the place, but not in a really cohesive manner. So, and I think probably part of the reason why he didn't hype this thing up beforehand is because there would be fans like us who wouldn't know how to approach it. The title of the creator stands are going to say it's brilliant, just like the Kanye West fan stands say everything that he puts out is brilliant. I can't get behind this album enough. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it, Adam. I'm going with the lower rating here. Cool. I'm going with a stream it. All right. This is definitely a stream it. Yeah. Sorry. That's all good. Don't I, apologize. I feel like I'm going to have somebody be like, what? You don't like that album? It's not that we don't like it. It's just like it could have been so much more. I, I agree. The I potential agree. on it was high and it just didn't deliver. Well, I, I, I wonder what our good buddy uh, John would say. Uh, J- J- John John B. Uh, yeah, I'd be very curious to see what he says. We'll have to, we'll have to ask him. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to ask him. And we would love to hear from you guys, too, as well. Yeah, besides Spotify, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music. We have a website, which is g4dpodcast.com. And we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please give us a follow. Check us out. We are always posting on Instagram. I think Instagram is probably our most popular uh, I, I would say that. Yeah. If you yeah. like uh, semi-amateur art designs of records and coffee and other shenanigans, you will get a kick out of it. Yep. And, and, we, and we've got some exciting things more on the horizon soon here, too. And I'm I'm just pumped, man, because I feel like there's a lot of good stuff coming out right now. So much music. We, so much music. We, they even yet to talk about. we got the Big Thief album. we got The National. Snow, what else? The Flying Lotus. Way's Blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually started listening to that. Ooh. I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's good. I, uh, I'm very curious about that one. Yeah. I, I, I think you're going to love it, buddy. Yeah. I'm very excited for you to listen to it. But you know what doesn't excite me? Running Being, out of coffee. Yes, yeah. exactly. So if I'm out of coffee, we're out of tape. This has been fun. I'm glad we had another good discussion here, buddy. Good Let day. us know if you you find people out there disagree with us. Stay tuned for another episode coming up very soon from G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast drop us a line at g4d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks